0: Hey, Good Judy, you need advice? Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Do you feel a little stuck or maybe you're having family issues? Are you trying to date again? Or are you having money trouble? All the things. Ask Good Judy. I will answer your questions on air. Just hit me up at it's sunny in the shade at gmail.com. How it said is how it's spelled. It's sunny in the shade at gmail.com. Get into it. All right, I'll be back. Another one. I'll be Okay, so um let's go ahead and get right into this gig. All
1: right, all right. We're talking about today,
0: baby. First off, let me level the room.
1: I am the DM, and I am the artavius VZ,
2: and you already
3: know it's your girl, One Piece Fish.
1: Y'all can call me CC, and I'm Doctor
4: Carl.
0: And last but not least.
3: And
0: I am Tamika Tamworth, and that's Tamika with a Y, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's go ahead and get into this, because, baby, look, I'm excited. I think we have a good one today, and it's been burning on my spirit that okay. w- that we go ahead and talk about this, and I think it's necessary. Okay. This is going to move our community forward. Anyway, uh, first off, Ask Good Judy your questions about love, life, family, them coins, their dinero, their yen, that ends, them dubs, and their what? <laughs>
1: that guap.
0: Yeah, baby. <laughs> and all about their work and whatever other advice that you would need. Do you wonder what your good Judy thinks? Send in your questions and your situations, and we will answer them on air. Just go ahead and email us at It's Sunny in the Shade at Gmail and how is it said
1: is how it's spelled.
0: And also businesses looking for a place to advertise to the black LGBT community. Spend your small business dollars for big business impact. Your business can have a commercial customized commercial by the co-host here who I'm popping this mic child I'm excited and they that commercial will go on the podcast and it will reach thousands of listeners every week now that ain't being shady that's just securing the bag baby go ahead and email email I can't talk email us at it's sunny in the shade at gmail.com how it said
1: is how it's spelled
0: and also on Facebook and Instagram y'all y'all been popping off in the comments please keep doing that baby give us a like a shot a Follow or share uh, <laughs> yes uh, uh, or comment a subscribe. <laughs> or subscribe or some like, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby, pull up <laughs> on oh <man>, me, okay, and <laughs> <Hey> baby, <laughs> <laughs> baby, but. Facebook and Instagram, pull up on me, okay. Pop off in the comments. We are trying to be a little bit more active on social media. We've been doing pretty okay, yeah. but we can always give you a little more, you know. And that's all right, baby. We love when y'all go ahead and come and get some of this. Get and into it. it, just like that, honey. But what you do, just type in "it's sunny in the shade" at Gmail. No That ain't what you no, type yeah, in yeah, you Just, just yeah. type in It's Sunny in the Shade At Facebook and Instagram Right There you go Okay right. right. And how it said It's how it, it
2: spelled
0: Alright And finally Last but not least I'm really excited I'm ready to go ahead And talk about this topic That we about to mention To y'all baby We kind of <laughs> yes. already Been talking about it Before we hit this Record button But <laughs> break it down A full while I don't know if that's good But that's the truth And uh, what you need to do If you want to go ahead And get seasons one Two And also season three And prepare for season four That's coming up Right around the corner in the spring, mm-hmm. you want to go ahead and go to these platforms, and you get the latest episodes from the first to the latest, baby, and get ready for the future, baby. We're right. going back to the future. Come on, yeah, right. get that right. tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead and look for us at Anchor, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and anywhere All podcasts right. are available. <laughs> now, this is what I came for.
1: <laughs> All right, what you got for us today?
0: Um We the black delegation mm. Uh-oh. We have to go ahead and open a proceeding And call Mr. David Chappelle. Oh we He's going there We going there I think that he opened yeah. up a conversation that's That's been needed To be had okay. In the black community In general And specifically in the LGBTQ community Um I want to go ahead and share a little bit of information because I want to assume that everyone here knows about Dave Chappelle and his latest stand up, The Closer. Um, but the problem is that some people don't. And so we can't have that conversation and have a meaningful and intention, intentional conversation about it uh, without, you know, really kind of giving everyone a little bit of the information. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and, and do that. And Tamika, you ready for this? yes sir all right all right so um what we wanted to do is um you know report that the cut if you go to thecut.com uh they reported on the Dave Chappelle a uh, controversial news special and they said last week Dave Chappelle greeted a cheering crowd at hollywood bowl including if this i'm sorry chuckling if this was uh, what being canceled is about. I love it. He was referring to the reaction to his newest comedy special, The Closer, which recently dropped on Netflix and had been skewered for or yeah, for his uh, trolls, transphobic and also homophobic uh, humor. This is not Chappelle's first rodeo. His whole gimmick from 2003 premiere of Chappelle's show to now has been that he's he's offensive and boundary pushing in the name of good comedy. And his critics are just being overly sensitive. This is what Dave Chappelle says. Transphobia is a, a, a longstanding uh, facet of the persona and it's made its way into a lot of his material in the past decade. One, uh, 2016 set saw Chappelle saying he didn't want a woman with a dick, uh, using a urinal next to him during a bit, uh, Ostensibly about how he's opposed to bathroom bills. Also, during a 2017 show at Radio City Music Hall, he expressed uh, disgust at the idea of Caitlyn Jenner posing nude on the cover of Sports Magazine and uh, a Sports Illustrated magazine rather and defended Trump's ban on transgender people in the military. Um, So the cut also reports that his latest special leans even harder into transphobia. And despite widespread backlash, Netflix has doubled down on its support of the controversial comedians, artistic freedom. Here's what to know. Uh, And there's a couple of things like the closer is littered with jokes targeting trans people and the LGBTQ community. Uh, He also uh, defends. Uh, uh, J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter fans here, um, and saying that he identified as Team Turf. Uh, turf is being, and this is something I just found out. Turf being a trans uh, exclusion, exclusionary radical feminist. That's a lot, right? And I'm confused still. That's right. um, but That's what lie. I what I gather is that basically they are very stand put on. Whatever genitalia you're born with that determines sex, that's what you are as a sex. There is no transformation okay. or anything like that that happens. Okay. Gotcha. Um So yeah, the of uh, the lady the lady special that uh Dave Chappelle was in uh is facing Uh, A lot of backlash. So early reviews of the show were uh, critical of Chappelle's comments and many advocacy groups have already released statements condemning them, including GLAAD and the National Black Justice Coalition. Activist Raquel Willis wrote, Chappelle reveals the ignorant tensions in the black community about queerness and transness, but doesn't have the range to turn them on their head. In fact, he underscores the bigoted statements, uh, quote, in an easy for GQ, the poet uh, Saeed Jones confessed that he turned his TV off around the time Chappelle got around to defending Rawlin because I have better things to do than to watch a stand up set that could just as well have been a Fox News special, end quote. And also writer Roxane Gay noted that he's getting he's getting at a potentially fruitful Uh, Observations about whiteness in the gay community, but instead ends up performing a joyless tirade of incoherent and seething rage, misogyny, homophobia, and transphobia. So, um, yeah, Mm. it's heavy. Delicious. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So, what I want to do is uh, give you guys an opportunity to go ahead and digest this, and uh, let's take a break. And let's go ahead and get into it. All right. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> You're going too fast, baby. That's what you was looking for. bam, bam. bam. memphis and surrounding areas smoke mania is your premier tobacco and smoke supply store with new inventory they're your one-stop shop experience for all of your tobacco accessories and supplies to go up and smoke e-cigarettes a vast assortment of vape juice and salts custom ashtrays and even high-end cigars for the fellas but ladies
2: uh-huh, honey.
0: smoke mania got your shisha and everything you need for your private hookah set as well don't miss the best deals on tobacco and supplies at Smoke Mania, located at 2760 North Germantown Parkway at the northeast entrance of Wolf Chase Mall, where they got all the smoke.
2: Uh-huh, honey.
0: All right, and we back after commercial. All right we bad um before we left to commercial we were talking about the issue around Dave Chappelle and his latest stand up uh, routine on Netflix called The Closer and the backlash that he and Netflix have received. Uh, latest information, we did read a story from uh, The Cut. and uh, You can go and visit and read the story in its entirety at TheCut.com. But uh, the latest development with this situation that uh, Netflix actually fired several employees around their protests with uh, Dave Chappelle's special at Netflix. Uh, initially, there was an issue where employees actually Felt strongly about or uh, against the um, the stand-up special, and so they even you know began to protest inside the company. And it's actually allegedly uh, reported that one of the employees leaked. Uh, information for about Netflix finances around this uh, Dave Chappelle special, and maybe even other projects. And they fired her. And she was also president of the transgender inclusion. Uh, committee or something there at Netflix. So uh, mm-hmm. that's really not looking good for them. And also, the CEO of Netflix has doubled down on supporting uh, Dave Chappelle and saying that he would not be pulling the stand up special. Of course not. They, I'm sure they're getting
1: money. And she was, married. I mean, money from this. Yeah. She and the the employee that
0: employee that was fired was, was the only African American person in the immediate um, employee pool. And she was pregnant. Mm well my thing is, baby, that like don't put your don't put yourself food. in front of a car, baby. It's so only two things gonna happen, you're gonna jump out the way or get hit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, child, like some some shit, baby, like they just sit down dog, and eat bro. your food. You should have <laughs> just sat there and ate you. Right. <laughs> There's some like some things, but like I mean and and here here's my thing about it. Um I strongly believe that uh, First Amendment rights is something that we definitely need to uphold because it can be taken from us very quickly. I think 9-11 threatened that and so many other things, even the January 6th thing. People on the opposing side of our, a lot of our viewpoints here in the room are like, OK, these are our First Amendment rights to, you know, have freedom of speech. But here's the problem with that. Um our society has grown to the point where if I disagree with you, I want to shut you down where you never have a platform to have your freedom of speech. And we kind of did that to Donald Trump. But when you have a, a megaphone so big, like, a you know, former president, you know, Cheeto in chief, uh-huh. uh, and I can't believe I said his name, um, but... Uh-huh. When you have a megaphone so large like his, you can actually do more damage than good. And that's when you have to go ahead and start, you know, stepping in and being like, Hey, sit down. No, don't have your butt on Twitter. You don't get them privileges. Like sit down. Worry about like running the country, okay? Um and so I just believe that like in our us regular smeggler folk here, I think that we really need to have tolerance for people having a different opinion from us. And with that being said, I'm looking at I'm looking at the LGBTQ community from a black man's perspective. And I might not I might turn a lot of y'all off here in the studio. But my truth is, I find that one, we are way too sensitive about certain stuff. And it's like we find fault in so much. There's nothing wrong with the movement and movement, uh, you know, in progress. Right. And having privileges and, and things like that. I'm totally down for that. And I've done the work. I've been, like, on the streets. I've been passing gallons of milk to people while they protest for Black Lives Matter, and that's for all black people, you know. But the thing is, when you have movements like Black Lives Matter, and then you have to turn around and put all Black Lives Matter and put it in rainbow to let them know that, hey, although we are LGBTQ, we are part of the mu- movement too, but y'all don't acknowledge us. Right. And then the people who started Black lives matter are people who are part of the LGBTQ community and it's kind of like let's talk about that. How yeah, it's like how how you going to kick us out of our own club? Right? You know, and so for me, I have always teetered back and forth between my support for uh people to speak freely, uh, you know, even if it's against the LGBTQ community, if they're not doing any harm to anyone and having a megaphone like, you know, the example I gave earlier. Um that's my soapbox. But when it comes to Dave Chappelle, I think that I think that I didn't find it offensive personally. Mm-hmm. Um, comedy is one of my my artistic loves. I love music. I love writing. I love comedy. You know, <laughs> I'm just a, I'm an art baby mm-hmm. to a degree. Uh, primarily a music baby, right. but I can appreciate comedy as an art. With that being said, I'm like, I honestly didn't find him offensive. And I watched that special two times. I didn't find him offensive. I was like, okay, that's just kind of like he he's a deep thinker. He's a person that lay bread throughout a joke. He's the one that, that sets you up for a big one liner at the end of it. He did it on his last special. Um, I think he pitched <laughs> so sort of like a end. He was like, okay, at the end of this joke, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all what the end of the joke gonna be. I punched him in the nuts. I just had that in my head, and I punched him in the nuts. So he tells the people that he's going to give them the punchline. I, I punched him in the nuts at the end of the joke. Then five minutes down from him test storytelling, he just comes out of nowhere with the end of this story, and I punched him in the nuts. And it he got that pop from the crowd. And I'm like, see, that is comedic genius to me. Okay. You know? I told you I'm gonna tell you the joke. I even gave you the punchline to the joke. And when I said the joke, five minutes later, you still freaking laugh because I set it up so effing well. That's Almost a like that's that's craft. Oh. Yeah, that's craft. So my thing is, and and I'm, I'm hating, I hate I hate I'm doing a monologue on this. I just wish that people would kind of cool the fuck off. I'm like it, it's. I understand there are like killings and deaths in the nation. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I'm like people it was many people from the black and trans and the queer community all together that were being killed way before his special came out. Yeah. So why are you using his shit to propel you all's agenda to bring light to these deaths that's been happening anyway?
1: My one my thing with the whole Chappelle um Situation. I don't. I personally don't watch Tapel mm-hmm. Um, it's it's nothing new for me because he's he's that type of comedian. So it's it's nothing new for me. Um, like I said it don't offend me, baby. Hardly nothing don't offend me nowadays. But again, speaking from a feminine gay perspective, I'm not trans, so I don't have that experience to understand or know. You know, the the pain that they go through. But as you were saying. We're just too sensitive. Like, for me, if I don't like something or somebody, girl, I'm not going to watch you. I don't care what you talk about. Let me jump back in. That
0: Mm -hmm. point that you make. I think also when I say we're too sensitive, I did mention the LGBTQ community, but I absolutely mean the heterosexual community as well. Mm -hmm. I'm like, when it comes to some of the cultural uh, contributions that we make to heterosexual society as being pe- people of the queer community I'm like they usually are like eating it up like you know when we came up with, with yes we had you know uh, a little soldier boy sitting here making a whole rap song yes chick yes yeah. And then you got like you know I mean we have been calling motherfuckers right. bitches and yeah that, but I'm saying like that was our contribution to heterosexual society when women want to do lace fronts there was us who was styling their lace fronts And when they want to make sure they got the hair to match the purse, they match the shoes, they match the panties and match this and the long nails and all this stuff. That's,
4: us. And the choir directors.
0: Yeah, and the choir directors in the church. And you got, I mean, you got the one, you got us that's out there bucking with fish on the fields in the colleges or in the courtyards when you know, they have JSU or TSU playing somewhere. Yeah, we, we will come out there because we buck in the club. That's why they want to put, put us out the clubs and stuff because we, we get wild with it. But the point that I make with this is we have made so many contributions to heterosexual society that benefited men and Women alike, you know. Even when you know we the ones that really been talking about bad bitches and shit like that, and giving motivation to people like Nene Leaks and you know other folks. Girl, when you know, it the, just
2: the lingo alone.
0: Yeah, the lingo right. alone, and then talking about our swagger and you know even. Mm-hmm.
4: When you speaking about swag, something just jumped in my head. Uh, yeah, when I was in high school, skinny jeans were like gay. Yeah. But let a uh, high-profile heterosexual man do something, Lil Wayne. It was like all the dudes were wearing skinny jeans. Yeah, and so,
0: so now like, you can see a nigga. You can see a nigga chew on a cough a cough drop from his ass because his booty cheese clenching now. Like yeah. they jeans be so tight these days. I'm like, you might as well just wear leggings. <laughs> like
2: okay, if I'm not sure if, if anybody else remembers, there was a whole crop top movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it
4: really does piss me off when it's stuff like that happens because it's like, oh, it was gay when I was doing it, but now, now it's, it's okay cool. for you to do. It. Yeah. So was it ever really gay? Or well,
0: that's the thing we determine. We determine as a black culture as a whole mm-hmm. what is hot and what's not. So I, I think,
1: I'm listening, honey, and how how I take that whole thing. You know how. um the white culture still is black culture when it comes to like dancing and a lot of stuff. That's how I feel exactly how the heterosexual take the gay community mm-hmm. stuff. Like
0: and let's be clear. The white gay culture don't really contribute shit. Like nothing nothing do do? but movement work. And and bringing money in to causes that's gonna really help the black people who are minorities of a minority group. Mm-hmm. Double
4: minorities. Double homicide.
0: <laughs> Why are you moving your mouth and not saying That's, nothing?
2: I'm like, what is white culture?
3: What is it?
0: There is nothing. Yeah,
3: Norwegian. Exactly. White stealing. culture. Killing, destroy. Just... Well,
4: yeah. Right. Killing and killing.
0: But um, you know <laughs> what? That that you know? sounds like Oz right there, baby. I I didn't catch none of that. Um, they have been talking about that, but. Even with but yeah, but this thing, white people naturally are culture vultures, and that's why we're we're the tastemakers of society. Anything that we do and we touch, we make it hot just because we doing it. And what they and what the trick is, it's like oh, that's ghetto because it's exclusive to us. But then what happens? They they'll go and find they they you know white people who are in a lower socioeconomic economic status who feel like they identify with the black culture, the ones that will sit here and wear cornrows and come and infiltrate our culture and steal the shit that's hot. And then when we start to see them in our shit, it's not hot no more. That's this, and that's how it's always been for years. We are the ones, we're the tastemakers of any type of genre or music you name. Is it, it was birthed by us. We well, any type of fashion that you can think about it was birthed by us
4: and it was birthed out of like I don't want to say struggle but we had to make do with
0: what we had right they, but the I thing is they, they to... in everything that they've ever done they have never killed our creativity and our innovation they may have minimized resources for us to do things but they have never killed our creativity
1: and our self pride and, okay. and our knowledge I think they they just shook on how how the hell are these people still doing this shit and they ain't they got a little to no. Reason. Baby, it don't worry about angry. it's black
2: magic, yeah. baby. It makes them so upset. Exactly. Damn, y'all ain't got shit and y'all still better than us.
0: And this even to the point y'all don't even want us to have the word of oppression for ourselves. Y'all want to say That's the right. N word, like uh-huh. <laughs> why didn't y'all not say it enough? <laughs> right.
2: Like we took the liberty
0: to even adopt it. It's like the greedy motherfucker who you order five pizzas and they ate four of them and they still want a slice of the fifth. You like, bitch, you ain't tired of pizza yet. You ain't tired of pizza yet. You've eaten every kind of topping we ordered tonight and you even want a slice of this one, which is only one of two of the same thing. Damn, you got to be greedy. Let us have the n word, yeah. and if we want to say it with the er or an a, that's our, our fucking food. prerogative. And you let us deal with that at the cookout. We'll sort that out. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of the cookout, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> let's let's bring it back home.
4: Yeah, because I was ready.
0: Okay, go ahead, Cece. What you Y'all got?
4: Said I was ready for the uh, for us to jump into the.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah so the point is with Dave Chappelle he's kind of getting a lot of uproar and backlash from so many different places and a lot of people are giving social commentary around his situation saying that oh well you know people are trying to cancel him where a lot of people actually support Dave Chappelle and really follow him and love his work and you have one facet of folk who are giving commentary saying that he can't be canceled because this is the guy that walked away for $50 million and went to Africa so if he's done that y'all can't stop that man from having anything and I think it's kind of interesting that you know Netflix is doubling down behind him around this where I'm like why are you not playing mediator with his people or the people that's having complaints
1: it's funny how Netflix is
4: doubling down on him but they completely abandoned Monique
1: Mm, I mm. thought about that. Plus you catch out as a black oh. man and it, not a black yeah, exactly. woman. That's, yeah, mm. and see that's a,
0: and there is a, there is a caste system and a social hierarchy that people are not talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean
3: that's a whole a other. Mind. Mind. I was
2: just about to a whole other
1: topic.
2: Yeah, a whole they
3: did because, my sister so
1: wrong. Yeah,
3: that's a, that, You know that, ooh, child, that's, open up that. opening up that can of worms. They would be on here for another two hours, mm-hmm. but I agree. hmm. I'm just yeah. like, but don't mind
5: pushing
2: the envelope. The thing is But okay. she didn't she doesn't
4: either. Monique is like she's a queen of comedy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. So I, I, I definitely didn't but get that.
2: I feel like it I, this may be my personal opinion, but when it comes to black lives, I feel like black women are number one on the list for the most unlike forgettable women on the earth. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's black men. But people often forget that. Because no one used to fuck about us, period. But uh, it's right. been it's been proven that a black man can have the platform, but even though their platform not a good one, it's been proven
3: they can have that limelight before we do. Right. Yep. And you're absolutely right. Um, I think when it comes down to um as Lisa said, you know, and 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 um Malcolm X said, "You know, the black woman is the most disrespected uh, human on the on the face of the earth, and it is the truth. It's an it's an unfortunate truth. Yeah, but it is the truth because it doesn't matter how high, it doesn't matter how many degrees you have, how many businesses you have, how many, um, how much money you have. At the end of the day, they would rather take a broke." black man over an educated black woman at any given point, You know, and it's one of those things that we, as women, you know, we're constantly fighting for, constantly, it's like we're constantly having the proof that we are enough. We're constantly having the proof that we deserve this this stage as well. But, like I said, that's a whole other topic for another day. <laughs> hey,
0: and, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, like, um, I I personally have an issue with um, sometimes that conversation in the black community um, because a lot of people would immediately go to, well, look at black women and how they treat black men, right? Um, and, and here's my thing. I think two things can be right at the same time. And unfortunately, I think that, Lucy, we all got some explaining to do, all of us. Right. I think that... Yeah we all behave badly and i would maybe attribute that to possibly us being in survival mode i think we yeah. i think our as a culture we've reverted and we have muted our elders mm. i think we are um desecrating a lot of the vision and the hope that they had for us um and i think the ones who the ones who really are awake like we say that we are are looking at this and like I'm in a fucking twilight zone because it's like common sense ain't common and, and almost to the point it ain't free. It's like people have to go and get locked up and be put in the grave or almost there to have common sense about things. Um, and going back to the black woman, I think what's happened is um I love the fact that we can celebrate black women and them being powerful and educated and whatnot. But what I will say, and this is not from a place to be misogynistic, but from a place of we got to get our shit together as a whole. Because someone sold the idea to black women that they have to be a powerful, independent black woman and don't need no man. And you don't, have to, you don't have to desire a man. My thing is, when we're talking about the family, mm-hmm. the nuclear family, we know in history that it was apparent that the government said in order to break down the black family, we have to get the black man out the house. And Absolutely. what's the first lie that we have to do? The first lie we have to do is, first, let's put the crack in the streets. Let's get them yep. hooked on crack. The second thing we have to do is put the women on welfare, give them welfare. That way they can still make it and feel like they're striving without that man there in the house. Mm -hmm. Then they started to be like, okay, let's target the young black boys. Let's go ahead and, you know, and teach them about gangs and having, you know, fighting each other because you're on a different street than whatever in the black community. It's been many black communities that was, you know, set up where it was self-sufficient in the 50s mm. before yeah. segregation yeah. or desegregation rather you right you had think- villages right and so i think that when we talk about how they have systematically tried to foil the plans of a oh. black family staying together i think that was one of the things that they did that works not even talking about the the I- pri- the preschool to prison pipeline go ahead tamika
3: I was going to say, I you know, I think that, it, and I, first of all, let me leave with this. I agree with everything you just said. You are exactly correct. I think one of the things black women at that particular time, early 80s, you know, right when the crack, um, when they had the whole war on drugs, I think that started actually in 1971, somewhere around there. But anyway, when they pulled the man out of the home, because prior to then, The black man and the black family was so solid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They went through the civil rights. They went through marching, and they did it together collectively as a family. And when when they put guns in our communities, they planted guns in our communities. They planted crack in our communities. They destroyed our leaders. Black women almost didn't have a choice but to step up. Because yeah. our men were not there. Exactly. And because of that, and Lord, I'm trying my best not to cry, but because of that, because black women had to step up, they taught us, our parents, these were our parents, our parents in turn taught us, okay, you have to make it. It don't Whether you got a man or you don't have a man, you don't have a choice but me. you got to fight.
0: He's optional you know to what the I'm nuclear saying? family now. You see what I'm saying? He's optional.
3: So That's that's like saying, okay, well, do I want
0: a Toyota or a Lexus? It don't matter.
3: Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) And that's what it was because so many of our black men were in jail. Mm -hmm. So many of our, our black women were single parents. So it's like, you know, if I'm growing up in a single parent household and I don't even know who my father is because he's in jail, the only strong person I see in my life is a woman. And so if I'm a woman seeing another strong woman, I can't only grow up and be like her. And mm-hmm. it's not that I don't want a man, but it's I didn't see it. Right. So because I didn't see it, to me it is an option because she made it without him, so I can make it without him. And so yeah. they literally the this government, ooh, Jesus. This government tried everything that they could do to destroy yeah. our family. Yeah.
0: And, and and let me can, let me add this and I think you're right and I stand corrected in in the point that I made saying that um that you know women which yeah it's been passed on that women kind of been like okay you got to make it men ain't here we got to do something we don't have an option. And so yeah I understand that was a bred thought and it's been passed on but uh the point that I wanted to make with um uh, well, what you just said was the whole thing when it comes, damn it. I, I lost it. I lost it.
4: Um,
0: come on back, come on back, come on back, come on back. back. But yeah, when you talk about, um, like the men not being there and the crack epidemic and all this stuff and how that impacted us, then you had like the older men who were probably the generation of dads of these men that was going to jail and being on crack. Right. They were already tired from the fifties and the sixties. They had exactly. already marched and did everything for us. And so yeah. the women, their women counterparts, the aunties and the grandmamas and, and things, they were just like, okay, we, we gotta, you know, we shall overcome. We gotta, you know, fight through. Yeah. Yeah. Which This is the same energy that was taught from the 50s and the 60s, push through and fight through because they had yeah. re they had a, a reinvigorated hope because they have gone through the civil rights movement, even though even though they lost MLK and lost Malcolm X and some other key figures uh, that that helped propel things. But they were like, OK, they're gone. So let's all of us, you know, kind of stand in that place and, and guide our young people. But here's the thing. That nonviolence shit, it didn't Thank go it. too far. <laughs> it didn't go too right. far. And also going, and I found a point too, when you talk about the women and they only, the only help they had and with the government, the government punishes women if they are married, when they go and get welfare yeah. and food stamps. And and 10 care. Yes, ma'am. They if if that woman yes. go in there and tell them that she's married, they wanna know that man's information. Mm-hmm. They wanna know his social security number, his name, where he work, if he don't work, how long it's been since he don't work and everything, and then you know right. what? Let her say she got one or two kids, bound. She can say that she pregnant, bound. You know what they gonna do? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and garnish his money. If he got a job, we want that money. If he don't have a job yep. when he do get a job, he on child support yeah. and
2: I just recently learned that
3: too. Oh yes! It's, oh like, yes! I
2: just recently learned. Oh yes! It. And oh, oh,
3: and on top of that, if he's if he's a felony, he can't even get a job. Exactly. Okay. But, yeah. So but let, let's if you go got back. a man, mm-hmm. you you literally got to choose between having a house, a roof over the head of your children, mm-hmm. or a man. Yeah. Who you going to choose exactly you see what i'm saying so, so the government's gonna, she gonna send them up minutes. the
0: river with their check and this is why i wanted exactly. and this is why i wanted to tell you like i found out that roughly it's about 32 to thirty-four thousand dollars to deliver a child really so when you yes yep. so when you yeah. want so when your lady go and have that baby for you and that you put half cool. on guess who's gonna collect that half mama might want right. it right Mama might want it, but she gonna get what's left when the government get to you. Now the thing yep. is it's like let's say for instance, how many times women are are impregnated and have children by men that they have beef with? Mm-hmm. Many. Mm-hmm. Make it they make it very tempting and easy to send that man up the river on top of the fact yep. that he's already on child support because she told them that man's name. They yep. wouldn't have found him. He could be under the jail. If that man is in jail for a felony and he doing, let's say he doing a 15 year stint. Guess what? When he get out and finish that 15 year stint. Hey, come and let me holler at he you. He owe
3: back child support.
0: You owe back child yep. support and you ain't paid us. <laughs> so let me come holler at you. You're, gonna have You're, to going back to jail. You're going back to jail.
3: Yep. But they don't but, tell but us. But, yep. the,
4: but the meaners, I get all of that Cause yep. I grew up in a single with a single mom. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't in jail. Right, was out in the world. I hear everything y'all saying, but I know certain men who are like they not in jail. Yeah, they still don't don't do shit for for the kids. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. So women are stepping up, but like, why aren't the men stepping up? Like my granddaddy used to work for TBA, MLGW, and he cut grass, got cardboard. These men are not. They don't. Let me ask
0: you this: What happened to strong black men? I mean, they name, them. you name, name they can kill them, y'all, mm-hmm.
4: but I still do a lot of stuff on my own. And my sister dates these dudes, and I'm like, from your grandfather. I did not no, pick it up from him because me and my granddaddy did not have any time. Here's in the
0: thing: shit. here's the thing, some people like, have some innate, somebody have, well. Don't be confused. Some people have innate abilities. This is like I grew up in the project. So I'm the last of five kids. My dad been on crack my whole entire life. I never really saw a lot of strong male figures do a lot. I always saw my mom doing a lot. But that didn't mean that I wouldn't grow up and know how to be a father to a son. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that. They didn't also mean that they would determine if I would have some type of. Underlying trauma where I won't be Able to open a business run a business Go to college uh have a Job uh you know purchase Cars and you know and and, you know Have a productive life Mm -hmm. so Um even talking about Going to vote never saw my damn Folks vote from the projects I don't see them Vote and register to vote and shit but I vote Every election because my voice needs to be Heard so what what I'm saying Like there we oftentimes Are exceptions from what The lineage says Mm -hmm um and that can go both ways and but don't get it twisted it's a system that's not here to support you it's not really here to support our black women because they they're like okay you give me something we'll give you something mm-hmm. it's the it's the pimp trade and that's the government set up when it comes to okay keeping that's why if you notice it black women they <laughs> when they go to school and get a degree they kind of turn into bitches. Excuse my language. Reason being because they're teaching them they have to be strong and fight through. And so that that assertiveness from a woman would be the same thing that's celebrated from a man saying, oh, he's assertive. Oh, but well, she's a bitch. He's mm-hmm. assertive, but she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing where, you know, I think with black women, do when white people do it, white women do it. Oh my God, she's she's just a class act. That's yeah. wonderful. But let a black woman do oh she's problematic and ghetto. Uh-huh. I bet her name is Keisha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sorry. So it's always a different it's always a different interpretation of how we are, you know, able to, you know, be assertive and and, and be a professional and also be competitive in the world. In comparison to, you know, little Ray Ray who might be on a corner and got his beer, or whatever, he's no threat they ain't gonna be checking for him but if you get enough if you get enough coverage with what you do the goodness that you do and you give to the world they will come find you and it might be niggas that look like you that part
4: i'm just like because i i i feel like the black community as a whole we want black men there, and we want them involved and we want to see them in the house i know uh-huh. i do like i got two nephews and a niece and yeah. I'm like, they dads are not there. They not right. dead, they not in jail. I take them out. I bring them over my house. They got a hmm. room in my house. Like
0: I know we were talking about Dave appeal. Let me ask you something, because hmm. you sparked the thought. So what happened? Why are they not there?
4: The, you tell me. Like I'm So where like, the mama's at? My well, my sister's there.
0: Okay. What what's sister do?
4: She's a uh she has her own business.
0: Okay. So how old is she?
4: 35.
0: Okay. And when did she have these children? Like, what's the ages of the children? 14,
4: 10, and 3.
0: Okay. And their dads, what happened? Was she married when she had them? Mm-mm. Okay. So I wonder what that was about.
4: Like, them not being involved?
0: Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, why are they not being involved? Yes.
2: You have any... Okay. Is there any information you have on the dads at all?
4: I mean, all I know is that they from the they from the quote unquote hood. Mm. But I'm like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you can be there. Mm. You, you really yeah. can. Like there's, mm-hmm. so, you you can be in your child's life. You can go like even if you're feeling, you can mm. you can do something. But right. just to not be there at all,
0: well, I'm that's taking the them thing. Up to
4: school. I'm taking them to daycare, and you just chilling, hanging
0: out with your boy. mama. Gonna handle it see now that strength yep. that we talk about with black women, that's now a default in the community because right. now men are just glorified, glorified baby maker machines. Um. Okay, I, I had a little spat with them, or I, well, I'm sorry, I had a little love affair with them. I was Shakespeare in love with him. He was making me tingle how I like it, oh. and baby, I went in and I had them babies, and now. I'm like, okay, he most like, I don't know what his story is, because I clearly didn't ask you any information, but I'm wondering, like, okay, was was they having issues between each other and it just got too bad where he left? Was it a thing where she was going one direction and he was going another and they wasn't a good match? Uh, was it a situation where, okay, he really didn't want to have kids, but when the first one came, maybe it was like, okay, I'm going to try to stay around, I'm gonna be a man. The second one would come around, okay, Ooh, I got two kids So now the pressure on I gotta to provide for these kids And I got my old girl Who's trying to make some of herself I can't be sitting here Looking like the scrub Then the third one Come around Well, shit Well, I'm, I'm gonna go Do my own thing it, I, I'm just thinking of like, Different scenarios And folds Where they can go
4: What I can say is that My sister wants them involved like Yeah She would say Come over, you know Be around your kids But I've seen this With my sister My My own mama um, Yeah My female cousins I'm just like So I hear what y'all saying There's the system I know the system Yeah But at the same time There are Dudes out there Who just Don't want to Step up
3: I agree Can I interject Yeah I was gonna say um, A lot of times We have to Look at it from This particular standpoint A lot of our Black men Are in survival mode Yeah They're trying to figure out Okay How am I gonna pay my bills how am I going to get this? Is this door locked? Okay, so folks <laughs> just locking doors now. But, um, you know, so they're in survival mode. They're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to be able, how can I just get to the next day? So a lot of them revert to selling doors and, you know what I'm saying, doing criminal activities. How can you raise a child and you're out there robbing and stealing? So a lot of them don't even feel like they're capable enough Mm-hmm. to even be a father, because they're constantly in survival mode.
0: And you I also and think so, that, you know, that's, that's the same thing. Like, you know, there's pressure to perform. And some yes. people, that they, they, they that they that activates their fight and flight situation. They're either going to stay right. and fight and dig in, or they're going to flight. And they're going to be like, okay, I can't handle it. And the thing is, a lot of us are born with, with the tools of trauma and not the tools of actually... Yes. And not the tools to actually be able to progress and grow from it and so what ends up happening when we get in those, those high pressure situations fight or flight kicks in and yeah. you know I think that's what kind of happened I'll tell the story about my dad I already said he was on crack my whole entire life when I was conceived my mom didn't even know she was pregnant with me until she was six months along and she thought I was a stomach tumor but I was hiding behind a stomach tumor because they was feeding the tumor um um steroids to shrink it all the time they were feeding me as well i probably was supposed to be dead um but her and my dad was not together when she had me
2: mm-hmm.
0: um she already had four kids with him and my dad was working at mha he was a painter he got he got um he got on crack lost that job, he did end jobs here and there, whatever. His street name was Smooth because this man, he always, he was just good with his hands to the point where he was roguish as hell. My dad will go to somebody's house and they go to their shift at 9 o'clock at night. By the time they wake up in the morning, their whole house moved. Mm -hmm. Yes, he moved them out, baby. When I tell you like the Grinch that stole Christmas, Mm
2: damn,
1: and
0: that's why they call him Smooth. Because he, he could steal a hair off an elephant's ass. Um, but you know what, Rog,
1: yeah. As I sit here and listen to y'all talk about the whole both sides of men and women, um, <clears throat> the thing that I see when it comes to black men is... I don't want to say we, but they didn't have <clears throat> nobody to raise them. And what I mean by that is like we all were saying was... Men was put in jail and one not present in the house and raised by single mothers. There wasn't necessarily men there to raise boys on what it's like to be a man. And from my dad, my dad, my granddad, he was in the house, but he wasn't because papa was a rolling stone. And from my dad witnessing his dad doing it, he turned around and did the same thing because that's what he was taught. There isn't enough, I'm not going to say there isn't any, but there isn't enough men in the house that are teaching young boys how to be men. We're having social media and the media raising children these days. And the only thing that we've seen is, like you said, with these independent women, and it's like they done made being side pieces and just fetishizing men for just being sperm donors and having all these... Baby mamas are having all these bitches and hoes. Yeah, it's cool for a guy to have all these girlfriends, all these people that they mess with. Mm-hmm. But a woman can't do that. But I say that to say there's not enough men in the house raising these young boys on what it actually is to be a man. And I think that's the same thing.
0: That that same point. These men need to be here raising girls how to be exactly. girls too. It's and very and important. the thing right because mom can't go go get a blessing and watch our kids at the same time.
1: Yeah. It, that's why it's important for both parents to be announced because yeah, they both play a role in
0: it. Yeah. And, and and the point that I've raised about like, you know, how the government has set this up, it looks really different these days. Yeah. It's it's a lot more complex, uh, talking about the the preschool to prison pipeline, but it still exists. Right. Um We just heard about a judge In Rutherford County, Tennessee Mm -hmm. That was incarcerating young black kids As young as 7 years old For Mm 5 Okay, thank you, I stand corrected As young as 5 years old You know, for minor things That wouldn't even cause To have a charge in the first place
4: Yeah Yeah. And so
0: the thing is It's like people People like that Prove that it still exists and that it's still real to us. Um I would also say let's you know, taking it back to Dave Chappelle, I think his his uh commentary about blackness and queerness and trans experiences being black and also being the difference between being black and white in the, the LGBTQ plus community, I think that's something for me that's worth having a conversation about because we as black people who are LGBTQ and allies have a total different experience of what the world, how the world see us right. and how we show up in the world in comparison to our white counterparts. Um, and, and, and this is going back to the point that I made earlier, the duality in everything. There's always a white and a black version. You know, we just gave examples at the top of the episode. And I think, how dare you, yeah. black man, heterosexual black man who may be transphobic but have a trans friend that taught you how to tolerate and respect people who are trans, which I think that I don't think that he personally is like, okay, they all burn in hell. He have his personal belief that okay, your your genital your you know determines your gender.
1: Fine. We also have to keep in mind that this is his job. Yeah. He's a comedian. Yeah. That's what comedians do. Right. So that's why I didn't ever take it serious because that's his job. Comedians lash out at people's pain because they make it a joke. Even though it may be not a joke, but for some people it's it's comedy. That's yeah. what they do.
4: Yeah. I guess my thing with Dave Chappelle is I know gay people can seem overly sensitive and like every time someone says something, we're like harping on it. Mm-hmm. We are just getting this acceptance. We are just getting a more visible presence in the world mm-hmm. so it's like do we not say anything because everyone else is getting jokes about them or do we defend ourselves and say hey we don't like that because i me myself yeah i don't want anyone to say anything bad about me
0: yeah 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 so
4: i kind of look at it like this us black people should be saying that too when we hear something that we don't like we should be like no any That happens.
0: Let somebody go up there who's white and say the N-word. Mike, what's his name who was on Seinfeld? Kramer? we defending ourselves. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: But the thing is, it's like, and, and I hear you, and I would respond with saying that as a black LGBTQ community, we have to we have to be able to be a part of that conversation and, and be able to engage in a conversation um, I think that you know Dave Chappelle in particular his stand up I'm sure it offends some people I'm, I just have thick skin I don't like to be talked about so you're, I think you're absolutely right I agree with you there i don't want to be talked about they put the damn lights on me and get to talking about me and how big i am and gay and everything else yeah i'd be ready to go ahead and set the whole building on fire and be carried around there like all day <laughs> but
5: do you think it would be the same way if Eddie Murphy has that same comment by like him dressing up in bumps and... all. you got to get in the mic do you feel that um Eddie Murphy would have got the same backlash if he was on Netflix doing that uh, with all the different comments and I'm mean, a uh, comedian stuff that he'd been doing from the clumps and everything else in drags. The whole I, I think, hours. I think that would
0: give him a lot more. That'll give a lot more material to somebody to help him. If he's trying to push those jokes like that, because he has had the clumps and all that, you know, and he, he's, Quickly gotten in the dress. It's just like a Martin Lawrence would have tried that. You know, folks would have got on him. And I think Dave Chappelle actually, he actually kind of he did, he oh, did it. But folks, folks have <laughs> he don't have an angle where people can easily pinpoint. Um, I for, for me, I just think that you know we really. Sometimes we do a little too much. And and then I wonder Yeah. And then I'm like also when you said acceptance, that made my ears stand up because I'm like, okay, who are we being accepted by? Because we the same people that we're being rejected from in a black lives mood meet um black my Lord, a black lives matter <laughs> movement that requires all of us to get in line and 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 fight for something where being gay or straight don't mean shit in this matter. And we fucking stand and deliver. Mm-hmm. Every time. But y'all don't see it for us. As straight people, you don't see it for us. So that's why I was like, it's it's important that Dave Chappelle, when he spoke about this, this now triggers the conversation that we talk about it. Okay, why am I still seen less, as, less than as a black gay man in this world when I show up, but... You mean to tell me if a guy is heterosexual and he is raising a kid and doing all the shit that I'm doing and and everything, oh, he deserves a fucking platinum medal?
4: Let me touch on that. That's a miracle? I will be doing everything for my niece and nephews. Yeah. And these men, they can come and just show up. And it's
3: like, oh my God,
4: he's here. And I'm like, bitch, I'm always here. Like, I'm always
0: doing You're the serial. Well, let me put it like this. No. You're the wheat bread that the kids don't want to eat. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep their belly full. They will never go hungry, but they don't care for the taste. And then here come his crustable ass. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. It's a fucking crustable. <laughs> this is fucking delicious. Oh my God. switch up. You'll be a pop tart. You're like, wait a minute, bitch, I've been keeping you for the whole year. Oh, but, oh, trying. but but this is only one time a year and it's so fucking amazing and delicious. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. So that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. And, over there like... and, and and here's the thing mm-hmm. the mom will be a cop out and go and get the shit. Yeah. She she will go find that nigga and they're gonna be like, look, I need you to come by the house so you can see these kids. They were asking about you. They really want you around and this, this and the third. No problem with that. But when he come, how long he's gonna be there? And then you have to ask yourself, as parent A, custodial parent, okay, when he leave, now I have to hear this again from my kids and break their heart again. Is that worth doing? That why would why? And I'll say this: Why would I wonder what would it take for her to try a strategy where she? Tell them, like, have pictures of their dads. Tell them about their dad. All of them have the same dad, right? Mm-hmm. No, okay. Well, you know, show pictures of their dads. Tell them stories about their dads. You know, help them get to know them through storytelling and picture sharing and stuff like that. And when they are ready to come around and see their kid, she ain't bashed their dad. She's told them about it. it is. And their kid is going to grow up. Children are naturally gonna to want to know where they came from, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a point in life where they're gonna come looking for him. He ain't gonna to have to. I don't care what that man is over mm-hmm. in Timbuktu getting his testify. booty wiped by an elk. Okay, I can testify to
5: that.
0: Yeah, Very mama good. gonna mama mama needs to just let her kids know who her dad's name who they dad name is, where last time she knew that he was, and and like okay, share memories with them. Yeah, and even connect them with their family. But the thing is, like, when, when that child gets to the point where they want to know where they come from, they're going to go looking for them. And it ain't nothing that he can do and say to shake them because, baby, they some sleuths. And in these days, baby, he'll be on a talk show somewhere. And the thing is, he's going to have to answer for his absence. Let him and that child do that. Don't try to play mediator. Because what's gonna happen? She gonna get frustrated. She pissing you off because you happen to try to fill this space and avoid this there. And then what's happening, she's going to lose you as a a male figure in their life. She's also going to piss him off. And now he's going to try to make it much harder to be lost even further. And then she's going to be frustrated and say something over them kids or them kids going to pick up on something. And now they are like, okay, they mad at him. And then when they meet him. Oh, he ain't so bad. Now I'm mad at her because she talks shit about Daddy the whole time, and so now both y'all full of shit. So it's like,
1: and then they don't trust
0: trust neither one of them, and they and they rather they rather not. Mm -hmm.
1: See, I I get all that.
4: Yeah, I'm just like, if I can get up and just like, I guess make something of myself and be active and involved with the kids, it just Mm -hmm. makes me think, why can't you do? I didn't have a dad in house. Right. But I grew up, and I was like, I know. I feel like you can go one or two ways. You can mimic what you have seen, Mm -hmm. or you can be like, I'm finna do. I'm just gonna be a good person. I just can't imagine having a child opposite of what I've been. I can't imagine having something out here and not seeing about it
1: because you know what that feels like. But then the thing is, they know what that feels like. (laughs) So. But then these these be the same
4: dudes cycles are these. still
0: cycles. These
4: be You The same dudes with these cars, and they'll brush the rims with a toothbrush, mm-hmm. or take her them pit bulls. But you can't take her your child,
0: right? So and I'm
4: to say this about the Dave Chappelle. Thing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What's the what's the range like? When can we get upset about things? When can't we? Because but I the that's that's I
1: mean question is: What are we asking for comedians? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, what are we asking?
0: And well, let me let me attempt to to uh, follow what you see. I think for me, I don't think there is a range. I think you either like it or you don't like it. But don't like it over there. Like my thing is, if you don't like it, you don't. If you don't like it, you don't <laughs> like it, right?
2: <laughs>
0: but the thing is that don't mean that there needs to be a reprimand for that. It's called life. Everybody got an asshole and we all got a shit. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm like, you got to, we got to realize that we got to, that's why I said we need to stop being so freaking sensitive. And I'm like this whole, you know, a public, uh, uh, what is it called a political correctness, like culture and council culture. I'm like, there's been plenty of people that I didn't like the stuff they said. My thing is like, mm-hmm. if this is an artist or an entertainer or any any facet of such, stop trying to like them. Just enjoy them. Enjoy their work. Simple. You ain't gotta like them. You don't. Because that means you're you're buying into the human. Mm. We know right now a conflicting situation with R. Kelly.
1: Because mm. right. I was just about to say, I think that's when it goes yeah. to celebrating the artist, not the personal person. Yeah. So they did that. Like, I got, some, in, in I got into some. And Bill Cosby. Same, right? we, can, got we got the list. Can you right? you can separate the
4: artist from the art if the art is part of now, the but, but a lot of times, time it's person, separated. Right. Some but people if you're are making music you. like See? age is not nothing but a number and you're dating underage mm. girls, that's the art. Right. But
1: I saw an interview with Chrisette Michelle. Mm um, yesterday, And she was talking about um, the music that she had out. There wasn't music she wanted to put out, but her, her label was like, no, this is the music you're going to make. She wanted to be a gospel artist. I never would have thought of that because she's so good at R&B. She don't like R&B, but that's what sold for her. So her, her, um her, her company, her record company, that's the type she had to make. hmm so it's like, we don't know what his contract looked like or what the stuff that they did. It's, that's just how it is. That's what's making you your money. And with Chappelle, he always been like that. That's what made his money. And for those people who like their off-the-wall and their rawness of Chappelle, people love that. And I'm not taking it yeah. from him. But my thing is, I don't like it, so I don't watch it. Yeah, and just like, Period. With a lot of stuff that's going to like, you have black people that don't white, like white people, white people that don't like black people. Okay, if I don't like you, I'm not going to rock with you. Period. I'm not going to put this whole that over there talking about is, me. Okay? There's a lot of folks talking about you. Yeah. Why is you making such a big deal of something that don't even matter? That that's like, all right.
0: If
4: I don't, I don't period. like Dave, so I don't really...
1: I don't care.
0: You what don't you follow say. nothing. You? you can see his stuff pop up on Netflix. You don't click the button and go to something else. Okay, I watch Coco. I'm good. <laughs> you know, and and I think that's the same thing. Like I that's think exactly we really how I look
1: at this situation. Like, girl, I don't care. Right. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. And much.
0: I think social media really incites the the feeling to need to have an opinion about everything. Yeah.
4: Could this be like a but what if your platform, like Donald Trump, mm-hmm. what if you have a platform you're spewing so much, I guess, negativity or ill intent towards communities mm-hmm. or anyone? At that point, is it easy to just be like, okay, this isn't, let me just not listen
0: to him? Well, I think <laughs> here's the unique thing about Donald Trump as an example, right? Donald Trump, in spewing the stuff that he was, like, we don't know him personally. We only know him for his work. You're fired. You know, that whole thing, right? (laughs) And so, when he go into the White House and he's working for us, now you're taking my tax dollars and paying for this dude to be able to fart on the toilet. Like...
1: He had, a, he had a, as president, he had a way bigger, like Wayne was talking yeah. about earlier in the episode, he had a way bigger microphone now.
0: Yeah. Because, like, like us, he, we
1: can talk about whatever we want. And he don't stopped your
0: favorite primetime TV show to give you an announcement that would be right. pure bullshit in comparison to a President Barack Obama or President Biden who will be telling you some shit that they'll dress it up real nice. They have big vocabularies, but sometimes it might be bullshit. Mm-hmm. But Donald Trump would go, he he would go 10 degrees into the bullshit. It's like, okay, at least they will be colorful and talk over your head. He would he would knuckle down white knuckle. And so the thing for me with him is I'm like, his work is shitty. I paid you for a job and you didn't fucking do you it. And then up. when I said okay, bye-bye, mm-hmm. you tried to come and throw a coup and take your job back from me as Joe P fucking public. Job was John P John Q public. Thank you. Don't worry about it. Oh <laughs> I lost all y'all. John Q public. But but my point is, like, that is a whole lot more that's a whole lot more direct to me where I'm like, okay, that shit I need to be following and need to be paying attention to. And I took a part. I voted for Joe Biden. I wanted him gone. So what you were not gonna do what you not gonna <laughs> do is come up in the the house of Congress and you gonna run a coup. No, you ain't gonna take you ain't gonna come take your job, okay? <laughs> 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 Baby. He came in and thing like Vanji, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. He was like,
1: Maybe right, like he was going to,
0: like to try to, you was, was going to come and say that, oh, Joe Biden didn't win. Lies and hot garbage, you preach. And they recounted the votes in Arizona recently, and they said, okay, Joe Biden actually won by a larger margin. We found another 60 some votes or 600 some votes that we didn't count for Biden. So not didn't he win, he really won. He didn't just have a wild card. He had a draw four. We just didn't <laughs> see the fours. <laughs> so I'm like when people like said it's very different for me Mm -hmm. uh, looking at him looking at a Dave Chappelle where I'm like okay this guy He does have a big microphone. I don't think that anything that he says is going to incite people to go and kill trans people or whatever. I think it's very insensitive for him to even use that material in the days and times right now. But insensitivity does and being an asshole doesn't mean you're not supposed to have your job. But if you go and do a job, and you do a bad job, then you don't need your job because you do it bad. And that's the difference in the contrast between uh, Joe Biden, who I'm really not right now 100 percent happy with. And also a a Donald Trump where, okay, not only did you do a bad job, you tried to come take your job back back after I fired you and a Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Dave Chappelle come, he came to work and did his job. Mm -hmm. He made folks laugh. He made his check. I don't like your work. Mm -hmm. Fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. I would My not be next. looking at your next special. You
4: know, that's, that's how it was right. with the baby for me. Well, it now, and next. and
0: even with him mentioning the baby, I thought that was kind of it was kind of funny from mm-hmm. the standpoint that he was pointing out the hypocrisy. And how people beloved the baby before he went on their rant on stage and wanted to counsel him. But y'all already knew that he really had low moral, moral value from the standpoint that this dude killed the man in Walmart and hit the top of the charts. Mm
4: hmm cause people was like are oh, you talking you rapping that real shit and
0: before he said that stuff on on stage and and this, and actually I see that and I already had that conversation I think I've had it with you before uh first lady I was talking about I was like it's kind of funny how like okay people will fucking ostracize you from a whole family a whole portion of your community from being gay but you can go and kill a man Maybe you praise. And they gonna pray They gonna pray for you They gonna support you Oh hey how you doing brother get right Did you get right today did you talk to the Lord And ask him for forgiveness Because we know he'll forgive you mm-hmm. You killed somebody
1: <laughs> K-I-L-T
0: <laughs> I'm killing them a whole different way
1: That's at the, that's at the top of the
4: commandments that, that's,
0: Is that not number one? <laughs> and I'm like y'all <laughs> Child, like the baby. right, and and then it's like people are actually like, like really like, just going up for the baby. They love it. Oh, ooh, just having fantasies about him and all this. And until he see the big problem is. He said them three letters that you don't fuck with, and he activated the white game.
4: Period. When you get the white game, <laughs> El- when Elton John came out, I said, oh, he's. You,
0: you activated the white game. And you gave them the something the to stand behind and fight for now. Mm-hmm. That's where you fucked up. That's why his shit was going boop, 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 boop. boop baby nah, want, they showing the a, a whole goddamn roll list of people in festivals and stuff and crossing his name out they like oh we mean business you do not fuck with the white gays well, especially strange. oh we're the white gay men
4: mm-hmm. you know those are the ones to make the decisions <laughs>
0: right mm-hmm. the evening, yeah. because he got he got them white gay men behind him because Miley Cyrus is queer and their ace bone coons. Her daddy already didn't put him on for old time' road, because mm-hmm. he was looking for something to go ahead and, and line his pockets. That's why he got on a remix. He wasn't stupid.
5: And uh-huh. mm. she's on his new album.
0: Too. Yeah, because yeah, the country, you know, because the country, the, the country music. People, they already have shown Beyonce. They don't really, they ain't seeing it for no black folks in country music genre. So when he did Old Town Road, it got so big, it was nothing they could do about it. You either going to get with it or you going to be against it. And then you're going to look really crazy because, oh, you're against it because this black man then made all these money, all, this money, all these uh, numbers, just like how Beyonce made all these numbers for father's lessons and performed with the Dixie Chicks mm-hmm. at your award show. And y'all still ain't seeing it for her. Or k to So, so now you got two black women and a black man. Why I got to be black though? Why y'all got to be hating on black though? Mm-hmm. Country crazy. music was ours.
5: Hey, he did a he did, it. He did it. Yep. a Dolly Parton song that she fell in love with.
0: Him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Dolly he keep George getting George. he
1: getting the old white old money in money. names.
5: especially Dolly. Mm-hmm.
1: Legacy dear. Mm.
5: I that somebody told her about
1: it, and she
4: said she had to go to Instagram to pull it
0: up, and she fell in love with it. Mm. Yeah, I he's smart. So I'm like, y'all can try it. And so the white gays was the in, the in the in the country music folks. They was not finna make no missteps. I know you. So they had they, us, had they had they had to find their own realm. You had we to find their own realm.
4: Coming back to us the being gays? the
0: tastemakers, old time road. How come could no white boy go and make that song? Mm. Well, mm. I'm gonna take my horse <laughs> to the old town road. I'm gonna ride to the can no more. I'm gonna Hit take that. my... Come Hit on this place. now.
4: Hit that spice on
0: it. Come on. Is
4: that country rap? White people can't cook right. like that.
0: Mm. They still putting raisins in potato salad. They can't cook like that. <laughs> Not this
2: potato salad. <laughs> 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 I can't.
4: What lady stood in her kitchen and said this is missing something?
0: The same one that want to put mint chocolate in brownies, bitch. I, I know you might think somebody had a bad breath, bitch, <laughs> but don't put no mint in no chocolate in no brownies.
2: Hold the fuck <laughs> up. Who? <laughs>
0: oh. Well, I'm going to tell you the story because we've been already on this shit. We beat the shit out of this horse, baby. There ain't no legs on it, baby. It's now a seahorse. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but I would I will share with you. I did one of my past lives I did security. And so this woman, she had brownies that she had made for the guards at the shack. We were at the front entrance. They called it the shack. And so she had given the brownies to the lead. It was like, you know, we just want to make sure that we show you something nice. Thank you so much for just keeping our family safe. <laughs> <American sign>. So <laughs> They put the brownies in the shack. <laughs> the hell going on over there? <laughs> um, so we put the brown. They put the brownies in the shack. The lead, you know, went in there. She, of course, is greedy bitch. She want to feed her and her six kids. Um, And she, of course, got off, off the end of the first shift. So when me and the other guys came in on the second shift, they still had some brownies. So I was like, okay, I'll take one. Because, you know what I'm saying, I'm a fat boy. I love sweets. This is very Cake cousin, so like brownies is everything. So I had, <laughs> I had the brownie, bit into it. Everybody else, but they, hmm, hmm, this, this is nice. Pull <laughs> it! <I'm... Pooey! laughs> what the fuck is this? No. Why is there what? Why is there a cool breeze on my damn tongue right now? Like I haven't like I had a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to brush my teeth, I would have just done so. Like, I don't need you to cover chocolate with it. Like, what the fuck? So,
2: and I'm just gonna tell you that you're completely against mint chocolate ice cream.
0: I never I like tried it, because I already mint know. Mint. I'm not with that shit. Yeah. I don't
1: like oh mint chocolate nothing.
0: Right. I ain't with that. Like, you know, why would I, I want toothpaste to fun and chocolate?
2: You York. York? used to be nice. But <laughs> now I cannot. Let me patties. <laughs>
5: have
0: it <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling tell you baby when Halloween comes if I go trick or treating baby y'all <laughs> have all Jordan. the York Patty York Patty esque shit okay you ain't even got a trade you can have it you're helping me help me help you help me <laughs>
1: thank
2: you Uh huh. Oh but yeah but, it's dark chocolate ain't it uh-huh. I like dark chocolate actually. no it's not the dark chocolate it's the mint and dark chocolate uh, it's uh-uh.
1: just no uh, no
2: Yo, as a kid, it was okay. I can
1: do this. No. <laughs> not at all. At all. No.
0: Well, um, it's been great. Child. Thank you so much, baby. Child, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be an episode for that day. It's gonna be episode for that day. But. I would like to thank you all, co-hosts and co-hosts in studio, uh, for joining us uh, for this episode. You know, kind of trying to unpack this whole thing with Dave Chappelle and the backlash that's happening. As you can see, uh, we went kind of all over the place because this type of, of issue around Dave Chappelle and his stand-up, Um, on Netflix the closer actually does spark this kind of conversation and it really questions like where do we stand in our identity intersection you know when you know being black and also being a part of the black or being part of the LGBTQ plus community where do we stand Um, and many other things like you know just talking about you know social norms and folkways and uh, you know even talking about different mind frames and how things need to go and so yeah um. So make sure you go to Facebook and Instagram. You can go ahead and go and uh, pop off in the comments. Just go ahead and type in "It's sunny in the shade" and how it said.
1: It's how it said.
0: And also, thank. Ooh girl, you got a delay. You just hang tight. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> baby, she was like a three second delay. I'm like, that was a Karen Clark echo. Echo.
2: Echo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: baby. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. And also, if y'all still want to go ahead and send in letters to Ask a Judy, please do so. Go ahead and type in It's Sunny in the Shade at gmail.com. Send your questions about life, love, family, money, and everything else that you might be thinking about. We'll answer your questions right here on air. Just type in It's Sunny in the Shade at gmail.com. And how is it said?
2: It's how it
0: said. Wake the fuck up. And next, and next, and next. Y'all, you bitches, y'all full of Chipotle. Um. <laughs> Let's go ahead and, and, and first off Let's tell the businesses to Look here now See now y'all got me In rare form Listen Listen You want to make some money? You want some money? Let me show you How you do that baby If you're listening To this podcast I'll show you how to make baby <laughs> baby and guess what you won't have you to suck a nigga dick for free okay let me tell you how you do this if you're a business owner go ahead and make your small business dollars make a big business impact you're gonna What you how you do that you advertise with it's sunny in the shade podcast where thousands of people can listen to your commercial made by us customized and that will happen weekly for you uh, all you got to do is email us and show your interest with it's sunny in the shade at gmail.com and how it said
5: it's how it spelled.
0: much better, children. And also, finally, if you want to get the latest episode seasons one, seasons two, and seasons three, and bitch, and if you are over procrastin or over procrastinated, then you might need to be working on this now for season four. Go on and get your shit in order, okay? For the new year. We talking about it in October already. Get your new year mm-hmm. together. How you do that, go ahead and find us on any platform where podcasts are available. And some of them are Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and anywhere podcasts are available. And children, you've done well. You have made mother happy. This concludes our episode of It's Sunny in the Shade. Get into it See y'all next episode and maybe even next season Dr. Carl what you got to say child I'm fine Baby he leaned into this mic like he about to sing an R&B song Right that's why I was like Alright let's go ahead Baby thank y'all for this gig baby Look I'm going to tell you what to do and what not to do okay Alright have a good one See y'all next next year Right Alright All right. For season 4 Get locked in now It's Sunny in the Shade